0: Welcome to the Black Belter Podcast, this is episode 39. Quick thing before I introduce today's guest, the podcast is moving back to once a week. The reason being, as things have started opening up, and people, including myself, are getting busier, it's becoming a little harder to find the time that's needed to keep up with a twice a week schedule. The reason the podcast went to twice a week was during lockdown everyone had so much free time, recording episodes was easy, and I ended up with such a backlog that it made sense to release more often. Now I still have a backlog, but if I stick with twice a week I'll soon run out So it makes sense to switch to once a week and take a little bit of pressure off myself. So new episodes will be out every Monday at 6am. I'd also like to say a big thanks to everyone who continues to listen and support the podcast. It's really appreciated and really helps the podcast grow. So moving on to today's guest. Today I chat with top MMA prospect Ian Gary. Ian trains with a team KF and Swords. He had a good amateur career going 6-1 with all his wins coming by stoppage. Ian made his pro debut in February 2019 when he took a short notice fight against another Irish prospect, James Sheehan. Since getting the win in a war of a fight, he's moved to 3-0 and is well on his way to achieving his ultimate goal of making it to the UFC. Today i chat to Ian about his martial arts background, his career to this point, balancing work and training and more. I really enjoyed the chat with Ian, Ian is a sound guy and uh, we probably could have chatted for hours. Like always, make sure to like, share and subscribe and hope you enjoy. Alright, so what's up Ian, how are you?
1: Those things, pal. I'm good, good. Yeah, doing well. It's a nice sunny day, so looking forward to getting out and getting some, uh, getting some of that vitamin D. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We don't yeah. get it. We don't get out here. You know what I
0: mean? I know. I like. Yeah. I know the leave sort is cancelled, but hopefully we'll still get the leave insert weather.
1: Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> let's just continue on that. Uh, that's a, that's a guaranteed two weeks of good weather every single time it comes around without fail. I don't think there's ever been a leave insert where it's been raining. Yeah. It's always been like sunshine and birds chirping and just. Blue skies.
0: Uh, so, like, so with the lockdown, did you have any? Um, did you have any fights coming up?
1: Yeah. So I was. I was actually meant to fight Saturday, just gone um, oh. up in Belfast, and uh, I was arranged for London. But obviously, that got pulled just due to no opponent and injuries and stuff like that. But yeah, I was meant to fight basically twice, um, and it's just it's annoying because it's kind of a a pause in the momentum. And I had a, I had a nice little run there where everyone was kind of like, oh, I don't mean uh, by everyone I mean my family, my friends, and my teammates. We were kind of, and and maybe so the, the the Irish kind of MMA media like I, don't, I, I I don't really pay attention to all that. But it was kind of nice. I could see everyone getting more interested, and more interested, and more interested. And then I was like, When's your next fight? I'm actually going to go to it. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah you said that last time. No, no, I'm 100 percent going to go to it this time. I'm like, oh it's up in Belfast. And they're like, no way. I'd say I would have had about a thousand people going up to Belfast just just like my mates, like just looking for a piss to take without any of my like my friends or fam- like my family or any any teammates. Like it would have been madness. <laughs> um, but uh it that's the most annoying thing about this is it's kind of halted my progression in the sense of fighting. Um like I can still I can still do what I want to learn and stuff like that, but as far as kind of getting the hype behind me and keeping it it's it's that's the most annoying thing about this lockdown like I'm sitting at home doing like nothing you know what I mean getting whatever training I can in keeping fit so it's great for me Um, but other than than not training as much this lockdowns kind of affected me that's it
0: yeah do you think those if you got a a fight or two in do you think you might have managed to get onto the the UFC card that was meant to be on
1: like it could have been possible it, yeah. it could have been and that that was something that you never like you never know obviously my coach Chris wanted it as well and if that was a case of, of me and like if one of us could get on I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have even been an argument I would let him I would let him uh, not that I'd let him as in I had a choice <laughs> but like, I would have I would have taken a step back and say off you go because he wouldn't fight in the same card as me but um, it could have been it could it would have been a nice kind of a nice debut to make in the UFC is it too early yeah probably, but would it have been the right decision? Maybe not, but why would I make the right decision when that's such a good decision, do you know what I mean? So it would have been hard to uh, refuse, but it, it it wouldn't have been the right thing to do, and maybe it's all a kind of a blessing in disguise that this happened and that I didn't get to, to win those last two fights, and I don't get to fight on it because I'm going to end up there anyway, and there's no rush on it, and once we get there, we're going to start scalping people straight away, so.
0: Yeah, there's a uh... I think there's definitely a buzz. I, I I actually heard about you from from the Shelleys when I kind of started the podcast about a year ago. They were kind of yeah. like Adam was like, Oh, you should get." There's a guy called Ian Gary in our gym. Uh, you should look at getting him on. And I think we actually maybe spoke about doing it maybe about last year, but it kind of didn't. uh It didn't yeah, work. You did, did ages ago. Yeah, man.
1: something happened. There was there was something on or something. I think one of the um, Shelly
0: one of the Shelleys took a fight. I think, and then you ended up cornering them. And they kind of just I like got busy and other that's things. So uh, that's
1: what it was. I I took I was cornering the Shelley's the day we we're meant to do it. It was on a Saturday. I think it was Ryan. Yeah. Ryan was making his debut or something. I think it was something like that. And then you mm. and then you just kind of fizzled out, but we're here now.
0: Yeah. So uh how did you actually how did you get started in uh martial arts?
1: I started boxing when I was ten. Um fell in love with boxing, just loved kind of the physical Side of it, I don't obviously doing like Gan hurling like everyone growing up does in Ireland. Um, but uh, love that as well. But I don't know, I just kind of love the I don't know, there's there's something in me that just loves a scrap. I don't know yeah. what it is. Like, I don't like, like I wouldn't fight out in the street, and that's not to say like if someone came up and and hit me, I'd fight like I, I probably would, but like I'd do everything possible not to fight if you understand what I mean. Yeah. I'm not that type of guy. Like if it's my mates and we're out in the, we're out in the piss or we're, we're out in a gaff party and they get ticked, then it's like, right, let's, come on then, let's do it. And like, no, 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 no. That's different, they're my mates, you know what I mean? I can take the piss out of them. But if I'm walking down the road and like some random randomer starts screaming at me or true boxing me, I, I don't think I'd fight them. Like, yeah. I just, that's not in me. But when I go to compete and I'm going to train and I'm trying to learn, I'm trying to get better, there's, there's a devil inside me that just wants to kill everyone um so even when i was a kid it was kind of a nice way to take kind of anger and frustration out and um, kind of put all my time into something so when i was doing boxing I, I fell in love with that and that kind of took preference over everything um school um hurling and ga everything like it just it was like right down training and it really hasn't changed since it's just been a different kind of um uh what's the word i'm looking for I can't think of it. It's gone out of my head, but it's just a different sport now. I, mean, I meant to say a word, but I can't think of it. It's yeah. still early in the morning for me. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, um, like training, training has always been something I enjoyed. So boxing, I trained boxing in Trinity in Donahmead and we had a great team off the bat. I think we had, um, I think we had like six Dublin champions in the first year. Uh, yeah. I think so. I think it was something like that. I know we had we had one of the one of the my mates Craig Bonney was like one of the best prospects in, in boxing in the country at the time. Um, so he was kind of the the main guy in our team, and then we were all right behind him. There was there was a lot of other guys. I was never big at that stage. I think I was something like thirty eight kilos, thirty two kilos or something. Tiny. Um, I had like fifty people in my division in my second year in boxing. And I had to, I had I had like eleven fights to get to the final or something like that. It was ridiculous. Fucking hell. Um, oh, I was oh, the second. I think the second. So I, <clears throat> anyone who knows, boy two is is twelve. Um, you're allowed to start. Boy one is eleven, so you can start officially competing at eleven. Um, I didn't do great because my coach pulled a few strings, got me in a bit earlier than I should have been. age wise, I should have waited another year, but um, he just wanted me in, and so everyone when I was fighting was always a year older than me. When you're when you're 11, a year makes a massive difference. Yeah. You know what I mean. When you're 20 and someone's 30, it makes no difference. But when you're 11, it's a massive difference. So I always used to have to use like speed and uh, like precision over kind of just standing there and trying to beat these bigger guys. And I think in the second year, first year didn't go great for me, um, but I learned a lot. I, I, I got really good from just training and training. The second year, I won everything by the. Uh, I won everything by the All Ireland's, and I think I had about. About sixty official fights on like the IBA in the, in and like the Irish box on my card yeah. ridiculous just, just 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 the second year alone, and um, that was without like other fights. Um, like throughout the year, they were literally just like the Dublin's, the leagues, the Dublin's, the Lancers, the Michael Andrews, and the All Ireland's. That was about sixty fights, and then that just kind of kept going. And then I, uh, I kind of I got tonsillitis a lot, and I kind of wasn't feeling uh, training anymore. And it got on and off and on and off. And I had to get uh, my tonsils removed. And then I went back to get fit. Didn't like the, gym, the, the the environment in the gym anymore. So I went back and I played her in the gah for a while. And that was it. And Then I moved to judo. And then I fell in love with judo. Just a different style of kind of manhandling someone. And being able to beat someone up. Um, and yeah, got competing. that got my black belt. Was training with some of the best the best uh, talents in the country in judo and uh, the goal was always kind of to go towards MMA since secondary school like sitting there listening to people like talk about Connor in school and just kind of being captivated by the whole story because if you if you liked fighting when when Connor when, when Connor was on the rise it was like a story a sto- like a fairy tale like it was mad how how fast it happened and how well well the journey went like so that kind of like took 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 over me and just wanted me to kind of lead that way and I was like to my mom I'm gonna start MMA I'm gonna say she's like yeah yeah fucking not I was like <laughs> I am I'm gonna start she's like you're not you're not doing anything until he's on your leaving sir I was like yeah. fine 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 I was a fair deal um so I just kept doing judo until the leaving cert was done and uh because she knew exactly what would happen. I would have went to MMA. Nothing else would have gotten done. And uh yeah. To be honest, I didn't do anything from leaving sir anyway, so I should have just done it in, in hindsight, but uh yeah, she uh, I started that then uh about a couple of weeks into my first year of college. Um went to SBG Ireland and then it was just too awkward to get to all the time because I was in college in DIT. I was like, "Oh, I'll just grab the Lewis. I'll go out into Sbg, and uh, yeah, it was just and it was just too much money to pay when I was a first year in uh, in, in college, trying to trying to balance college and training and working and all. It just wasn't it wasn't a good decision. So, Swords so is ten minutes away from my house, and I walked in and fell in love with the atmosphere of the gym straight away. And I've literally been i I can't remember a week that's gone by where I haven't wanted to kind of like be At the gym the next day, like it's ridiculous. I just love being there, and I just want that's why I'm saying it. I train three times a day normally, and that's the only thing that's annoying me about this lockdown is I can't do that. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, well, like, was it when you went to judo? Was it were you looking for a judo club, or was that just you kind of maybe fit just it was close to your house? Or because it's not one like no, just, no, it's so not what, one that's big, it's not something that's maybe big in Ireland, and it's not something that. I know people like like Ronda Rousey and all like in the UFC has done judo but like it's not something that's massively transferred over to MMA much anymore
1: yeah no and you're, and you're right it isn't and it's not as as popular as it, as all the other sports it was actually just something I seen um, so my mate <clears throat> I'm a uh, I went to Portmarnock Community School and literally right across the green from Portmarnock Community School was the Portmarnock Sports and Leisure Centre Um. And my mate's dad, Ray Steers, is now a sixth dan in judo, and he ran a cl- he ran a class in the hall there. So um, I was always in there in, in the PSLC. It's like the kind of centre for manik; everyone goes there. Like it's literally called the centre. Um, <laughs> so everyone goes there, and uh, I just seen it one day. I was I was in wait- I think I was waiting for my mom or something after an after school studies or something. Um, I was in about fifth year, and I just seen him. He was like, "You should come do it." And I was like yeah right why not like it's something different went in got absolutely hockeyed out of it by everyone everyone just thrown left right and centre just hockeyed out of it. and I was like oh I'm gonna get all these back so I just worked and worked and worked and worked <laughs> so that I could bounce all of them people that bounced me that day back and uh, yeah I kind of I just I fell in love with it it was just a bit something different it wasn't something that I'd usually like I'd usually look at and go oh, I want to do that but you're you're feeling a different human in a different way. Like you're trying to pull them in, like forward to shift their weight, so you can trip them backwards. And you're trying to just trick them. It was a, it's like a chess game, especially when you're with really really high level, um, like judokas. It's 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 very hard. Like I'm sure you obviously know with like people in taekwondo. Like you're you're trying to throw little feints in to get a movement to see a gap, and it's a yeah. little chess match. And you might do that same thing again, and he'll he'll react the same way and go right. I'm gonna throw that, but he, he knows that one's coming, so I, m- I might go with the like the high question mark, you know, something, something stupid, like yeah, yeah. But um, it, 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 I just liked the way there was so many different ways of tricking people and, and finding out like grips that would would stop and eliminate someone pulling their arm back and then being able to to put them on their neck. So uh, I just yeah, I, it was something that I was just I was kind of in need of a, a physical sport. And I just stumbled across that and I enjoyed it. And then I went out and trained with um, the Irish team over in Swords and that was great. They were savages. So some of them were like just unreal. Like they were just deadly. Like getting bounced by lads who were like half my size and all I'm like, how? They're just so fast and so accurate at their, their techniques. Like the way they just... So that was... um. It was good though. I loved the training and, and it was hot and sweaty and that's... I, I hate doing a workout and not getting a sweat on. I just feel like i haven't done a workout but uh yeah it was just something i i I enjoyed and i just kind of came across and i haven't really looked back it's it's actually been amazing for my mma because i have great hips so like when lads try to kind of manipulate my um my pressure so say someone has a body lock on and they're trying to pull me forward maybe lift me up or go for a single or a double or something my hips are so strong because of judo because it's my like it's my reactions, my instinct not to get thrown, like not to let someone get that kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. Because so and without even thinking, I know it just obviously. Like the, the more hours you do, the the better you get at it. But like, someone grabs a hold of me, my hips are just in their in their face straight away. So it's just like boom, hips through. Mm. It's like you're not getting me. But um, I find it it, it transfers over not necessarily the throwing or the kind of the holding positions, but just the the posture. I think has had a massive effect on my um, on my career um, early on, and I think it'll it'll help me going forward as well if I can keep the kind of the core roots and just keep the the hips strong. That'd be good. So yeah. and then take it up from everyone else.
0: Yes, not 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 a bad base to ju- to have judo, but also a boxing base as well.
1: Yeah, well, it's it, it is nice. It means like, I can I can handle myself in the, in the grappling situations to an extent. Obviously, when I was starting off. But I knew I could box. I was always a better boxer than I was uh, a judo player. Um, but I just I didn't go out and look for a different team at the time. I did. I just I didn't. I'd say if if I never had it got sick and uh, and that club stayed the same and all the people never left, I'd, I, I probably would have stayed in boxing. To be honest, yeah, um, because I did love that at the time, and I just I I loved the train. And but um, yeah, I'd never I'd never look back now on anything else from where I, from where I am right now.
0: And so like then when you had when you went to SPG Ireland would you would you have bumped into like had you met Chris before you would have went to down to his gym in Swords
1: No so I actually so the first gym I ever went to was Rhino um, not a lot of people know that um I went when I was doing judo um one of the lads in judo his um his two sons done the kids class before the adults class um I can't think of a second name and it's going to really annoy me because I do know it. Um, Stephen is his name lovely fella um, and he brought me and my friend Oshin down and we went down and done some jiu- jiu-jitsu I think I went down for about 4 or 5 classes, loved it loved it doing, uh, doing jiu-jitsu and it was all in the gi um, but um, that was my first instinct and I really enjoyed that and that was kind of another way of me going, oh I want to do this and at the time SBG was the, <clears throat> the biggest club in in Ireland and obviously with Connor and stuff like that. My thoughts were, I'll go down to SBG now and it'll be, I'll go there because that's where everyone is. That's the best place for me to get kind of noticed and someone see, oh, this kid's good. But um, I didn't, I never, the only person I knew in, in the club um, briefly, like I wouldn't have known him um, a lot, would have been Dylan Took. I, I'd have known him from like friends of my friends and stuff like that. And I've seen him once. I was trained there for about two months, but, um, because different times and all, I just, yeah, I never, I didn't know Chris, I didn't know Tom, um, I had no idea who, who kind of Tom was, um, because, obviously, he he wasn't an MMA fighter, like, he was a, he was jujitsu, and I I didn't know anything, I didn't know Diddley Squat, I still don't know Diddly Squat, about Jiu Jitsu, in in the sense (laughs) of competition, like, I know a couple of people, and that's about it, but, um, I knew who Chris was, and, I, I, I done a little bit of research and then finally made the move to, um, to swords because it was so much more convenient for me. Like I can leave my house and it will take me 13 minutes to cycle to the gym. and like, it's just so handy and it's a, it's a great gym and Chris and Tom run a, an amazing, um, amazing club. And as you can see from the success we're having and we're going to have in the future, they're doing it all right. So, but uh, yeah, I would I never knew who they were beforehand and, I was just me being a kid, like just yeah, I just do this, just walking into the gym and seeing what was up.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely the gym is the gym is flying. Like not many gyms are going, like in that shop at a time. I've had looks like I had to have some of the success that you, the guys have had.
1: Oh, it's ridiculous! Like I mean, just alone, last year was unbelievable. Even though it kind of ended on a a bad term with James losing the title. Um still an amazing year even like in general like I think we were 90, 90 what was it 93% win rate or something like that ridiculous yeah. I think nice. we lost four fights or something all year last year
0: yeah and there was uh, there, and what was some other competitions in there as well like was there, was there some K1 stuff and some judo or jiu-jitsu stuff in there as well
1: yeah. the only thing we recorded for the record though was was MMA so like we only, yeah. I think we only lost like four MMA fights last year um out of like forty or something like that or forty two or something like that between the whole team. Um I don't know. don't someone don't go do the maths now and come back to me and tell me I'm wrong <laughs> or something. That <laughs> but uh, something like that. And we yeah, we had a load of a load of success in um in jiu jitsu as well. Our team is Tom is a sicko. So he has everyone just read to be machines for jiu jitsu and uh, just everyone's funny his his fundamentals, are, he, he goes through them so much. And it's something that kind of people <clears throat> always skip. So if you look at like, and I'm not saying other clubs, but other clubs will will go, oh, we'll do a fancy move today because this is what someone else doing and it works there. But Tom's like, no, we'll do the fundamentals, 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 fundamentals. And when you've done your fundamentals, we'll do them some more so that they're, they're right. And then we'll work on the other stuff. And mostly the the flashy stuff is with, like, Chris. Because yeah. Chris will show that the flashy, more scrambly stuff. Tom's more about pressure, pressure, pressure. And I'm not going to beat you until you give up. Um, but uh, he's running they, – they, the two of them combined have a great kind of structure for jiu-jitsu. Um, and it, it, it's working well in competition where we're succeeding. So it, it's it's nothing but smiles on our side.
0: Yeah it's can always get better though. yeah <laughs> it's one thing even Ryan said though that i and I, I would agree with him that with Tom like the fact that he he competes so much himself that that helps that like he, he's constantly in around competition he sees what what's working and what's not working and he can bring that back to you guys then
1: yeah exactly like he's he's not talking bollocks do you know what I mean he's not talking shite he's he's going in there he's using the techniques he's teaching us on other other gym owners like the lads he's coming up against are people who own gyms across europe like because he's a master's level black belt he's coming up against lads who are training 10 20 years and he's using the exact same techniques he's teaching us and then he's finding out for himself what works what doesn't work what might be a little bit tricky and he's i don't just that he's unbelievable at jujitsu it's not even funny like (laughs) i he just it's it's always humbling, and people are always saying to me stuff like, "Oh, like, are you getting carried away with like a bit of hype and stuff like that?" And I'm like, "No," because I get battered every day, every week <laughs> by a 40 year old every week a four-year-old yeah. kicks my ass in jiu-jitsu, and I can't do anything about it. I try my hardest, I just still can't do anything against him. He's just unreal, and that's in nogi. Do you know what I mean nogi? I get I get little little hints of kind of. Of a, a chance of just passing guard and getting to a really good position or something, but in in the gi, I don't. He just is insane. He just dominates everyone. It's just scary how good he is. But exactly because he's co- constantly competing, he's up to date with the trends and the styles and what people are learning and trying against us. So he's he's just he's sick of. It.
0: <laughs> and have you done have you done much to in the gi? Like, uh, have you went up through the belts or anything? Or
1: yeah, I, I actually. I, so I don't train in the gi when I have a fight coming up purely just because, one, I don't have the time um, because I don't have the time to go to a gi class when I'm, I'm working on So like in the morning, nor- nor- my normal day today would be like 11 o'clock. I'll meet up and we'll do a session with the pros. Uh, I'll go get food, and then I'll go straight from food to uh, do some strength and conditioning with my coach in uh, Evolution Fitness. Then I'll go home, I'll have a little rest, a nap, get some food into me. And then I'm back training later on that night. So that's three hard sessions in. I don't can't fit the gi in because I'm doing MMA in the morning or positional in the morning or kickboxing in the morning. And then at night time I'm doing technique or or jitsu and um if I can fit it in I will. But fight camp is fight camp, I try to keep it as realistic as I can. But I love training the gi Um it offers a different a different feeling for um, rolling it's slower it's more thoughtful because you have to break it down a lot more whereas when you're in nogi you're just going let's just go and see what happens and we're going to be sweaty and we're going to lose grips and we're going to lose hooks so let's just roll and see what happens and go mad and yeah you kind of get lost in the scramble and you just enjoy the madness of it but um, jujitsu in the gi is a lot more methodical and slow and it's, for, it's smarter so I love I love doing it because you ha- it has to be pure technique because you could be a fifty kilo player going up against a ninety p- kilo player and you could still just beat the ninety kilo player with pure technique in the gi. Um, so I I was looking forward to getting back to it and I am looking forward to getting back when we can open up the gym again and start training again. But yeah, I love I love training again.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I find like that for somebody who maybe doesn't, I haven't done any jiu jitsu, but any time I've watched it, I was just
1: about they, to ask, have you done any?
0: No, there there is a gym um, next, close enough to the taekwondo club. I might, uh, I might stop in because it's something I'd like to, I would like to try out. But I know from somebody watching it, the gi, like that, it does, it is slower. It's not maybe as exciting to watch if you don't fully understand what you're watching. I think the gi, the no gi yeah. can be like you see the scrambles, you see the transitions. It can be a little bit easier to watch.
1: Yeah, it's to be honest, no one wants to watch gi Jitsu, It's just boring. Like you're, because you're fighting for grips. Yeah. So it's a different story. It's just, it's just not enjoyable, really. Like it's, in, it's, it's, it's even boring to do sometimes when you, when you come up against someone who's just trying to stall. Um, but you should definitely get into some Jitsu man. Uh, just be wary; you're going to get absolutely destroyed <laughs> the first couple of months. And it's not, it's not even funny. Like you will get, you'll walk in, you go, "Oh, this is deadly. You'll learn a technique. You go, I'm going to, going to go back and do that again. For anyone listening who wants to do jujitsu, you're going to get mangled for the first month or two. Because the way you learn is people go in and they start choking you and you're going, right, shit, I can't do that. You'll get choked again going every time I do that, I get choked. And you'll start to learn. Then you'll start to try to implement your, your techniques that you're learning. Um, in the class into your role and and you're like, Okay, I was in this position, what do I do here now? Then they'll choke you with something different, you're going, Ah oh, here, I just can't win and then you just get mad, frustrated, and then you're going, right, I have to get better at this but um it's a never ending cycle. Like you're always gonna have someone there ahead of you who's better than you kind of a Jiu Jitsu. Like I don't think Tom's ever going to get passed out in the gym before he retires. Like he's just <laughs> so he's just so good. Like But um it's it's a deadly it's a deadly um it's a hell of a lot different to taekwondo like obviously it's completely different but it's it's that de- it, it's very very good shirase shelleys they'll tell you about it. it's um yeah. it's a completely different rush and it's a different feeling because you have someone ho- trying to hold you whereas you're trying to always be as far away from someone as possible so you can get your your kicks going and it's just it, it's definitely a play in the brain like the, the mental aspect of it, it for a competition and and is is a different
0: uh, a different feeling. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a couple like you said the shellies but we've had a couple of guys um other guys down in Cork, Cork who uh, who've, who've started jiu-jitsu as well and they're kind of falling in love with it as well like that the, the idea of going back to black belt or aside, going back to white belt and a uh, a different style completely to what they're used to is uh, is something different. Ah
1: oh, it is it's something different. It's not it's not nice to go from being one of the best at your sport to one of the worst in another <laughs> yeah. sport. But that's it's how, it's how you learn. you know what I mean? You've got to do it.
0: Yeah. So like then, did, did when did you get into? Did you start taking amateur fights straight away when you went down to when you went to swords, or did you spend some time trying and spend some time working jiu jitsu and that? Or
1: yeah. So Chris wouldn't let me fight for ages. Um, he I think it was nine months before he let me fight. And it wasn't that I wasn't ready. He just wouldn't let me fight. He didn't want me to fight until I was ready. He didn't want to throw me in early. And then maybe take a loss, <clears throat> excuse me. Maybe take a loss, and that kind of maybe wrecked my confidence. But um, he just—I was like, "Can I fight?" He was like, "No." "Can I fight?" He was like, "No." So I went and got a K1 fight in. I got some jujitsu competitions in, and he couldn't really say no anymore because I would have just—I would have just sat scrapping in the gym. And he knows that I was getting a bit frustrated that I i couldn't compete like so. And he has that rule with everyone in the gym, by the way. Unless you come in already with it, with a record behind you, if you're starting from scratch and you've never fought, you have to go do some jujitsu competitions and you've go do some K one to show that you you like you're competing. And how, how do you feel? Like you know yourself. Some people are amazing in the gym. They go to compete and they crumble. So he likes to do that as well because the last thing you want to do is throw a kid in who's who's doing it. Who's doing MMA in the gym and maybe he's good, but. The lights come on, he freezes, and he can't compete. And he gets battered. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So it's
1: not a nice, not you want to happen. Um. So yeah, about nine months into training, I got a scrap, and uh, it lasted sixty-one seconds. <laughs> um, I knocked him out with the left hook, stiff, unconscious, bump, dropped the right shoulder, left hook, and yeah, it was literally from that moment on <clears throat> to now has just been like that just gone i don't know where the time's gone like that was two and a half years ago okay madness i just it's like i just can't can't fathom how fast time has moved in that in that amount of time like it's just feels like yesterday when i was ready to walk out for that like for that fight um but yeah once that fight kind of kicked off i mean i was non-stop for um that was november i think it was november 19th it was November 19, thousand and seventeen, and then from November to November of two thousand and eighteen, I was I, I had seven fights, yeah. eight fights, whatever. My, I don't even know what my amateur record is. Um, six, six and one. I, is it? Seven, yeah. So, oh, I, hate <laughs> I know, I know. No, I know. I know, I know I have a one there. Yeah. So I had fights, and I was meant to have about. I was meant to have about thirteen, but people just kept pulling out and saying no, and. Like there was there was promotions making making a title up for a different weight because no one would fight me at like they were making a super welterweight title because no one would fight me a welterweight so they're like oh we might get him at this one and I'm and people were still saying no and then I went up to middleweight and fought fought a middleweight and at, uh, at amateur and stuff like that because no one else would say yeah it was mad but uh, it was just. It's just a kind of a, it's all a blur, really. To be honest, like I'm just always looking forward to what's next, what's next, what's next, and I don't really think about what's what's gone on in the past too much. But one day, <clears throat> excuse me, when I'm when I'm done, hopefully I'll just sit back and go, I know what's going to happen. I'm going to go, what the fuck was that? Like the, <laughs> yeah. that's been about of my life gone in the blink of an eye because it's always pushing forward to what's next and the next fight and the next training session and it's it's the way I, I love i love the life i live at the moment like it's 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 exactly me it's constant it's it's full on and ne- i'm never stopping and uh yeah i get to do what i love and i'm lucky
0: yeah i think that's kind of i think it's the dream isn't it for anybody who's like anyway athletic or is like if you, yeah. could, if you can get up every day and train and compete it's like isn't that that that's the dream
1: Literally, it doesn't. To be honest, it's a dream at anything like it, and it, it's it's obviously something that you have to be lucky to find. And it doesn't come across to everyone as as easy as it did to me. Like I just kind of fell in love with this sport. I knew I wanted to do this from a young age, and I'm here now at 22, and I'm going right. I know where my kind of i I can kind of look at my life for the next eight years and go right. This is where I want to be. Like this is where I'm, my next eight years are going to be fully focused on minimum. Whereas you could be coming out of college and you maybe find a job that you love. Like there's a lot of people doing nursing, right? For the life of me, I don't know why. Right? Because I just think nursing is ridiculous. Like you're going in there to get underpaid when you do so much, and you're like you're there at the moment, like with the with the HSC and all this thing that's going on. Like the, everyone's appreciating their work because what they do is amazing. But like they are people with such a good heart and they love doing their job even though they hate it at the same time because it's not a nice job if you know what I <laughs> yeah, mean but yeah. they love doing it because they know they're going in and they're helping people and whether they wake up every morning they go they go into work and they, they love what they're doing because they start building relationship with the, with the, the patients and all and then that could be the same that if that's, that's one difference but then you look at the other end and it could be a footballer who from the age of 14 has been has been trained and has been really good. He's been really good and they get scouted, goes over to the UK, maybe doesn't work out, goes back over again. And he's just constantly wants to, to do that, that job. doesn't matter which, which end of the spectrum you're on. But once you can find what you love and invest all your time into that, that that's the dream. Like that's, I'm just lucky. I know what I like to do. And if I didn't have this, I actually genuinely don't know what I'd be doing. Like I'd be, I'd be probably off in America or Australia or Canada or South America doing God knows what, just taking the piss and I don't know.
0: How did, how did, um, how did like leaving college to go full time into MMA? Like how did that kind of, how did that go down at home?
1: It was no choice for anyone. It was, <laughs> it was my decision. Um, I, uh, I signed it. I, 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 finalized everything I uh, so I gave it a shot so I didn't want to go to college in the first place but um, my mom kind of not not forced me but pushed me kind of to go um, and I kind of just I just sat there and went oh, do you know what just to keep her happy I'll do it I just don't want to come home and listen to her moan every day um, so I went in I'd done it and the first year wasn't too bad I mean for, for when I was in like I missed about half the year but like I still done what I needed to do. Like, every, everything I done was good. Um, I, like, I got all good grades and everything. And I was like, oh, do you know what? That year wasn't too bad. I could do another three years of that. And then I went into the second year. And I lasted about three weeks. I went, this is horseshit. I'm not doing this. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> I went and signed all the papers and was like, right, I'm, I'm dropping out. I don't want to do this. Um, and I I've just... I'll never look back. I remember, I remember coming home and just my mom flipping, going, You what? You can't? No, 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 absolutely, you're going back." I was like, Mm-mm. "Just, just a proper kid, just a, just a stupid teenager sitting there." going, "No, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it." She's like, "Yeah," I'm like, "I'm not, I'm not going." And she was like, "What are you going to do?" I was like, "I'm going to do MMA." She was like, "Yo, you're what?" I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to go do MMA." And she was like, "Get away from me." She was like, "Just, just get away. I don't want to talk to you." And uh, yeah that was that was still I that was even before like amateur and that wasn't pro like that was that was amateur like that was (laughs) that was before i'd even fought and she was like you're mad he told me that someone my mom works in the bank and she told me she was talking to to someone in the bank whose whose son was kind of going through the exact same situation i had been in and she was like oh he, he wants to quit college he doesn't like it he um he wants to he wants to do MMA or he wants to do something else. I can't remember. I think it was MMA. And she was like, Oh, really? Yeah. And she was like, My she was like, Your son done the same thing, didn't he? And I remember you telling me about this ages ago. My mom was like, Yeah, he did, he did. And she goes, How's he doing now? And my mom goes, he's uh he's a professional MMA fighter now And she was like, No way And she was like, Yeah, he's like she's like, If my son tells you he's gonna do something, he's gonna do it I was like, That's that's kinda of true. I was like, Whoever that fell Tell him to go do what he wants and don't listen to his mom. But uh I suppose she was only trying to do what, what was right, like doing what I done was completely wrong, but it was what I wanted to do. And I literally sat down and I said, Look, I said, I know you wanna do you're just doing the right thing and you want me to get a good education, you want me to have a good job and get good money, but I don't care about all that. I like I don't care about having a like a good job and making good money because if I'm not enjoying something I won't do it plain and simple I just I actually wouldn't if I was to walk into work every day and see like see the same people in a job that I didn't like and I was only doing for the money oh, I I'd hate it I'd, I'd be fired after a week 100% because I just snap. the boss would come in and tell me to do something I just no just looking at I just wouldn't do it I, I know I wouldn't Um, so the fact that I kind of got lucky and I, I can do this now is is ideal yeah and i just sat it down i was like this is my life this is what i want to do i was like if i if i if i fuck it up then i fuck it up it's all on me it's not on you you can't sit there and in five years and go say say this doesn't work out or i get injured and i can't fight anymore or something Touch the mud, by the way. Touch the <laughs> um that uh that, that happens down the line, she can't sit there and go, "Oh, it's my fault. He's not got a job. He's no no education. It's all on me." But I can always go back. So there's always a backup plan. And look, I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a stupid lad. Like I know I'm smart. I've, I've a good head on my shoulders, and I know that. And if anything ever did happen, I'd I'd, I'd, I'd be fine anyway. I'd probably make millions doing something else. <laughs> talking talking. I tell you what, do I'd just find a job where I could talk shite, and I'd be fine sales assistant or something
0: like that that would be grand yeah there's there's plenty of those jobs out there I think where people talk shit and get paid for it
1: exactly <laughs> and I'm pretty good I'm pretty, I'm pretty good
0: at it as well uh, so like how did the you, you kind of the? my understanding is you you were going to turn pro wait like, around, like after like that last amateur fight that you had you were going to turn pro but it kind of it, it kind of happened a lot sooner than you were expecting that it was kind of a last minute you were stepping in
1: yeah Yeah, so, um, sorry for a dry throat. Um, So basically, we we, we basically decided after November that that was our last amateur fight. Um, We were finding it hard to get fights at amateur towards the end of the career. And Chris said, look, high-level amateurs are better than kind of low-level pros. He said, so even if we have to fight them to get your experience up, we will. And uh, that was his mindset. Is basically saying, "I don't want you to go pro right now, but we have no other choice." And then we agreed to a fight on um, Kate with Cage Legacy and Celtic Gladiator down in Cork, and that was meant to be, I think, in March of two thousand nineteen. And we got offered to fight on Cage Wars. Um, on seven days' notice, against James Sheen, and Chris rang me, and he said, "What way do you?" And I said, "Why?" And he said, "We have a fight. We we have a possibility of a fight, a welterweight next week." He said, "What way do you?" I said, "Doesn't matter. Take the fight. I'll make weight." And he said, "Ian, this isn't a mistake." I was like, "He was a wit." He was like, "It's with Cage Warriors." He was. I was like, "Right, kill. That's it. That's all I need to say." And he was like, "Are you sure?" He was like, "Cause I don't want you." Cutting the weight if you're not going to make it. Like, I don't, I don't, we can't, we can't miss weight. If we miss weight, they're not going to want us back. I was like, don't worry about it. It'll be done. Not a bother. Weight was cut in a week. Done. Um, I just straight into de- straight, straight dehydrated, straight like just cut out carbs. I was like, oh, here, I just done everything I could to get the weight down as low as I could, as fast as I could. Obviously. Making sure I wasn't dying like at the same time, and uh, yeah, jumped in. And uh, kind of exactly like I, if you've seen the fight, or if anyone's <clears throat> anyone in the, who knows me knows that I just that was like that was a like a dream fight for me. I went in there against a guy who was a savage, like he was everyone that, that got Ireland booming, like the, the MMA media were like loving that fight, uh, because. It was two good, like talented prospects, coming up against each other, and unfortunately for James, it just I got I got the better of him, and it, it's been kind of the start of the cat. It kind of catapulted my career. Then going, everyone, like, this kids, this kids a scary talent. He's very very good, and look forward to seeing him again. And then the next fight just kind of solidified that, and then we we're, were where we are now.
0: Yeah, it was a yeah. It was a, it was a tear up. Like it was a some 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 type of fight to have on a debut, like you know.
1: I I I loved it so, and I like I'm one for finishing fights. Like I've I've had ten fights and I've gone to decision twice. One of them I lost. We're not getting into that because I hate talking about it. Um, but that one I like. I would I I I know if I hadn't have broke my hand and had to play it smart, I would have finished that fight. Um. But it was it was a night it was nice to go in and get the fifteen minutes when I'd done no strength conditioning. I was literally just going in, just a stupid a stupid twenty one year old, just who who loves to scrap, just going in against another killer for fifteen minutes, and I absolutely loved it. It was it was a great fight, so um, I I have no regrets on that. Make, on me and coach, uh, me and coach me my coach making that decision. So
0: yeah, and how how much. How much weight did you have to take off?
1: Not much, I think I was about eighty seven when he when he texted me, maybe I was lighter. no, I think I was I think i was eighty seven so it was only ten kilos um but realistically, in the first couple of days, I had to get rid of like i literally the minute he called me, I went to the gym like I literally went put a sweatsuit on and just went on the cross trainer like I just everything was devoted to that time and like i just went ball through all for the seven days just trying to lose the weight and it came off so easy um i was actually we were kind of surprised and how easy it came off so uh yeah and then obviously adam was fighting that weekend as well adam yeah. got a fight on that 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 was a great that was a mad old scrap your man timed out in the middle of it yeah, um, yeah. adam got the win but uh yeah that was that was a great weekend for uh for the club as well. Me and I remember me and Adam walking through the airport, and um I had a, a bruised chin because me and me and my opponent went for inside leg kicks at the same time and just clashed shins,
0: yeah. and that was
1: horrible. But um and then obviously I had my broken hand, so I was kind of like a little bit limping, big boil of a hand, like hand was like red raw like someone put a tomato on my hand. Walking through walking through the airport, Adam was in bits. I think Adam had like a I think adam had like a four minute fight or something like that where he was battered <laughs> he was like hobbling through the uh the airport like he had no leg like look, like his leg was just wasn't working and we just looked like two goons going through the airport in liverpool just just limping and just bruised and just we just yeah just wasn't ideal but it was a great weekend and that was kind of that was kind of the weekend where like me and me and the shellies has got really close and ever since then like I feel like they're like my brothers nearly like as in we just I like, we I see them so much and I'm training with them so much and we get along and that, that weekend kind of kicks out of it all off and ever since then Adam Adam has been one of my like main training partners and he's been in my corners and he's been he's been in my like my warm-ups and he's been there for my weight cuts like he's uh, so so that, that weekend was was a great weekend for me in the club
0: yeah like that, it's good to have somebody on some with the same kind of stages. Like I know maybe like you're a little bit ahead, but like it's it's still fairly close. Like
1: yeah, and Adam has a lot, a lot to offer from offer me in a sense of learning. Like he's obviously insanely talented in um, the taekwondo background, but um that's something that i like I like to pick his brain about and I like to ask him about certain shots and about certain kicks because. He's he's amazingly talented in in his mind when it comes to into fighting. Like he, he likes to kind of take the time and study them properly, and he'll think about like if he's going to throw a shot, he'll think about a combination for weeks in advance before he throws it, and he'll he'll, he'll piece it up with just little shots. Um, so he, he's a great mind for the sport, and he's someone I like to have to talk to about about stuff, and Ryan as well. I just grind like, a lot more stick because he's a bit smaller. That's all. You
0: um, can <laughs> get away with like,
1: that, that, <laughs> exactly it. Exactly. I do. We give him a bit more stick because he's a bit smaller. Comes in thinking he's a big man. Then he comes up against me and he gets, hiding. He gets a hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I beat him like I'm his big brother. That's what I do.
0: Uh, so they like... I
1: him, just use every ounce of like weight I have against him. That's all I have to do. Cause he's a little, he's a little rat running away, trying try a little slide. egg. well, I love. I, I think my rounds with Ryan are probably my favorite in the gym. Like we just take the piss out of it. We just, just be going. Like we get into like sloppy dog fights for the crack, just because we both love it. Um, so I like me and Ryan would have like scraps around the gym, and they're just. Just madness. Like if you watch it, you'd be like, "What is going on here? We don't even know. We're just swinging everything we have. Just, just kicks. We'll be throwing like a left hook, and then like a left, a right high kick up the side, and then coming back with a left hook. And we're just going. If you're watching that, you got these two lads having a clue what they're doing. We just take the absolute piss out of it.
0: <laughs> you never know. Though. It might come out in the cage then one day.
1: Exactly. One day we might get <laughs> just standing. And just said swinging in some.
0: Yeah,
1: I look like it's madder By the way, I got roasted yesterday. In my cycle. No,
0: it's great, isn't it? It's great. <laughs> well, at least we
1: have the weather though. It's kind of gotten grey since we've I've been sitting here doing this. Yeah, maybe but, that's
0: good. But you're kind of expecting it. Uh, like when you've been inside, you're expecting. Like you're hearing about all the, the doom and gloom, you're expecting to wake up and it would be raining outside. And you, but you wake up and the sun is the sun is shining. You're going, it's not all bad.
1: Yeah, it's 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 mad, and I'm. I'm delighted that it is like this weather for, for a lot of reasons, just because people aren't going to go insane. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I've, I was saying to my mom the other day when I was having this conversation, could you imagine the suicide rate if it was like gray and rainy and all this mm. and, and, and the COVID was going on? It'd be horrible. Like, And I know it sounds like ter- terrible. People would be killing themselves left, right and center.
0: Yeah. Today. They won't.
1: so thank god we're blessed with the good weather at the moment because it's everyone's getting out and it's hard it's hard to be annoyed or it's hard to be like unhappy when you see the the blue skies and the there's like the sunshine and the birds are chirping and all that it's hard to be annoyed at the, or or sad when you see that because it instantly makes you a bit happier yeah. just regardless whereas if you wake up and it's gray and rainy and windy and you're going know, fuck that I'm staying in bed for the entire day. There's yeah. no way I'm moving from this. I'm getting the laptop and turning the TV on. I'm watching Netflix and I'm not moving. It's a lot. It's it's a lot healthier getting up and going on a walk. So.
0: Yeah. We I, are per, blessed with I it. prefer to I prefer even even training in the sun. I much prefer like, you know, like like you said, but getting a sweat on like if you're moving for 2 minutes and next thing the sweat's pissing out of you. I much prefer that to, the, to be oh. the middle of winter and you've been training for half an hour and you're still going, I can't feel my hands and my feet. It's like I much prefer to be sweating straight away.
1: I am delighted I don't have to train outdoors anymore. <laughs> we we have to use the to up and, and run at the start of class. So what would happen is, we'd all meet up, we'd do our little warm up, we'd go on a run, and then as soon as we come back, it was bag work, pad work, sparring. That was like whichever way we were working on it. Hated, hated running in the cold. Hated it, freezing. Mm-hmm. Then I done obviously her and the guy, and you know, you know, they they don't care if it's if it's pissing rain, if it's sleet, if it's hailstone or snowing. They don't care. The guy's like, yep, yeah, it's grand. We're still going ahead. I'm like, oh, fine. But I'm so happy. My rhinoids, I have, so I have rhinoids and it's got, it's a bad circulation and it's so bad in my feet lately. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, I'll be training in the gym on a sunny day and, like, my toes are just, like, white. Like, pure white. My rest of my foot is red. There's loads of blood. Can't feel my toes. They're just completely numb. It's, uh, it's madness but uh i'm so happy and have to train outside and it'd be freezing cold i much prefer being in a warm hot environment and just sweating even though you know what other people are sweating on you, I'd, I'd 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 happily have 100 people be sweating all over me than be outside in the freezing cold standing there trying to get warm like that <laughs>
0: yeah nothing worse nothing no. worse but like oh i
1: hate <laughs> i i remember we were playing a game right? and i've never i've never experienced cold like this before um uh, playing playing outside, we were playing a game against Ballymung Kickers. And I actually had to come off the pitch. I was that cold. I was actually like shivering. Like it was, I don't know what it was. It was obviously like just bad circulation back then when I was a kid. But I remember being on the pitch, I was playing corner forward and the battle was going on like a lot in midfield on the half forwards and the half backs. So I wasn't getting much, but the, the problem was we put me on, I remember, I remember it so well, but they put me on the one of the good guys because we wanted to keep him away from the, the pit, like the, the, the action of play. So he couldn't get, have a, a massive kind of saying what was going on. And I, I was fairly confident. I played against him twice. I remember who he was. He was a, he was a Dublin player at the time. And I, I had him in my back pocket all game. And then it started hailstone. Right. And I mean, like, torrential kind of like rain and like hail coming down and it was just like hitting us and we were still playing and about two minutes into the rain i just sat, i just went like a mummy i just went stiff i was like that and i just couldn't move i was like that's my dad i started like crying and all i was like i can't feel my hands so i had to come off and all it was disgraceful but i like i just i go to a gym now and it's warm already, and I'm sitting there. I just get changed, and I go, oh, "Yes, here we go." Sit down on the mat and start doing some jiu jitsu. I much prefer that. Yeah, uh,
0: and like, would you were you ever, were you ever were you ever working and trying to and trying to train as well, or were you always, were you just always full time training?
1: No, no. So when I quit college, I worked. So that was the that was the deal. So I worked full time. Um, my uncle owns a, a cleaning company called Embassy Cleaning Services. So what they do is they they clean uh, mainly windows. Um but they do gutters and other stuff like that. So it was a lot of commercial um a lot of commercial buildings. So like um I, I went and worked I worked with him straight away. I was doing it kind of part time with him while I was in college anyway. And and beforehand, but um I got myself a full time job with him. I said it to him and he said, Yeah, no about it. Got in a van and started driving around Dublin for two years, cleaning the windows. And I loved it. I absolutely loved, again, hated it when it was freezing. Waking up (laughs) at 6 o'clock on a freezing cold morning, putting your hand in a bucket of water, it wasn't nice. But um, I actually loved the job. It was just up early, done, done, up at 6 o'clock, finished about 2, half 2 every day, come home, have a two-hour kip just to kind of recharge the batteries. And then I was up and out for the rest of the day. I absolutely loved it. But uh, it came to a point where I just – I went I, I sat him down and I said, Look, here's what to, here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna have to stop. I, I wanna I wanna put every second I have into MMA and I don't wanna waste waste kind of time on it. I feel like it's now or never. If I don't go now, I'm never gonna do it. And he said, Yeah, no Potter, no bottom. Like he was behind me all the way and he's one of my main sponsors and he probably will be my main sponsor, always going through this because he knows how much I'm invested into this and how much I want and he knew I enjoyed work. Like I was making a fortune working there. I was working like six, like six seven days a week sometimes. Like there was no stop for me. He'd just be like, "Do you want to work today?" I'm like, "Yeah, all right." It was just, it was a routine again. I just enjoyed it, getting up and doing something. And even it was only a couple of hours on a Sunday doing like the T shocks building or something, because there was a a, a sky like a, a press conference that day or something. I be like, "Yeah, cool, no bother. I'll go up and do." It. Um, but uh. He knew how much I wanted to do it, and the fact that I was willing to quit work for it, he was like, "Right, I, I'm behind you the whole way." So it was kind of nice to have him.
0: Yeah. So My
1: throat so dry for some reason.
0: Might want to get that checked. It could be, you know, a bit of COVID. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just I can feel a little tickle in it. I think it was what I just ate. i was real dry.
0: And, uh, do, you, do you have a Do you have a nutritionist on board which you know, say, or somebody who looks so after? I've got-
1: I've got a strength and conditioning coach. I don't really to be honest, no one is gonna tell me to do nutrition. I don't know who that is at the front door, but my man better not start screaming when they come in now or it's gonna be war. Um but uh basically I, do, I kind of do my own nutrition. I'm a, to be honest with you, I'm a I'm the fattest, skinny person you've ever met. Right? I eat like a horse. You can ask the Shelleys, right? Genuinely,
0: I've heard a rumor about I, there's a, a Domino's for Life uh, card or something like this. Is that is that what's the story with That
1: we might get that. that that's coming soon. I'll get that <laughs> soon. I'm just, I just love pizza. Man. I love, oh, uh, I'm just so fat. So when I'm not fighting, like right now, and this is no joke, right? And I, I, there's no other person you know that has done this. I don't know who's at the door, but my man better answer now before I start getting annoyed because I hate people ringing the doorbell. Um, Oh, it's my niece. Here, two seconds. One second. She's not going to stop until I. Sorry about this. Oh, they are good. Two seconds. i getting on all right? Sorry. Um, it's all good. So basically. So, uh, yeah, what are we saying? What are we saying there? Go on in. I am doing an interview. Bye. I am. Um, sorry about that. She'll, she'll just keep bringing the doorbell and she'll even annoy me more. Um, What we were we saying? We were saying about... Uh, You're so fat. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, <laughs> I, I've, had, I've had about four home-cooked meals since this lockdown has started. I've just been ordering takeaways every night because I just... I want to. I have nothing else. I have nothing to look forward to. Or I'm, I'm going, oh, yeah, like, I have a fight in six weeks. I don't. I don't have a fight till October. You know what I mean? Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's where I'm at. because I don't think we're gonna fight. I don't think there's gonna be any fights until August, September, October, November. So I'm like, hair ages away. We just stop. I can change my diet. up in two weeks and it'll be grand. But um, I just love food and stuff like that. So I'm a little fat, fat. Oh, and I have it. You don't get love handles like these overnight. Like these take these take time. Like these are so dense and so thick. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 next level. But um, I will start getting the weight down eventually soon because uh, I'll start training. Once once kind of the gym can open back up, then I'll do it. But other than that, I'm just going to keep eating and take advantage of this time off. Like, I'm loving this lockdown. Um, <clears throat> Other than the fact that I can't train. Like, I'm sitting at home doing nothing all day. My mates are, are doing nothing all day. You know what I mean? So we're all having a bit of a crack on the phones and stuff like that. And on the PlayStation, and I'm getting out and doing cycling, staying fit. So, like, it's, I'm in no way like, out of shape or anything, I just have a little belly on me for me and a lot of food. That's
0: about it. It's all part of it, like, sorry. Exactly. Look, that'll be, be
1: gone in a couple
0: of days. I suppose it's kind of a... Uh, it's probably a while back now, but uh, I kind of want to ask about the, the stuff you said about Bellator. Was that kind of... Uh, <laughs> it didn't maybe... Fu- you probably didn't fully mean it, maybe everything you said, like, but... like. Uh...
1: No, it meant everything I said. Oh, I think you? people just i think people just took it the wrong way um so when i like back back then obviously obviously that sparked up a load of kind of controversy and a load of like just people getting in and talking a load of shite but no one under no one they were all just right this is the problem with all them they're all i'm, I'm not gonna say anything bad but they were all just looking for an argument right i wasn't saying anything bad about what they were doing i like I respect anyone who steps into the cage. Do you know what I mean? It's not an easy thing to do. But you're going in there against another another person who's trained to fight. And you're you're risking your, your health. Like, you could easily walk away from a scrap of a broken jaw. And that could affect your life for the rest of, like, like, for, for every, like, every day you wake up and you're trying to chew food and it hurts because your jaw is sore. Do you know what I mean? I understand that. But um, my aspect is, if I do something, I'm not going to do something to just be average. Do you know what I mean? Why would I do that? I just that's not the type of person I am. I, I want to go in and I want to be the best, and the UFC is the best platform in the world. It does not, it's not, it's not up for discussion. Like, if you have to argue, it, you need to go and do some, you need to go do some learning and cop on right because it, everyone knows it, right? So, that's where I want to be. I don't want to be anywhere else other than where I will be classed as the best. There's no fighter in this world. Other than any of the guys that are in the UC, that would be classed as the best, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, so the welterweight champion, the best welterweight at the moment, is Kamaru Usman. No one says it's uh Douglas Lima, even though he's a sicko, don't get me wrong, he's an animal, but no one says it's him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Usman, Usman's the guy, and everyone knows that obviously the OC is more popular and stuff like that, but I just want to be, I want to be where all the, the other best fighters are. And I, I want to, I want to try be that guy. I want to be the, the people that everyone are trying to beat. Everyone's trying to beat. And I want to have to target my back eventually. And I want to, I want to enjoy kind of rising through the ranks of the OC If I eventually get there and try beat all the killers in, a, in, in my way to get to where I want to be. But, uh, like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. That, there's, there's no shame in that. But, like, I know I want to be in the OC and there's nowhere else I want to be because, like, as I said earlier on, I, I wouldn't do a job to just do a job. I want to do something I love. And trying to be the best is 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 why I do this. It's because I love it. It's because I want to push myself every day. And if I'm going in and I'm just finding another guy who's all right, ugh, it doesn't bother me. That's not saying that. I'm just going to start talking shy here now, and people are going to start picking us <laughs> apart and saying he's saying we're not good and He's saying if anyone has a problem, just come to my gym and talk to me face to face, and we'll deal with it on the mats, right? <laughs> Rather than talking shit online, you fucking mouthpieces.
0: Yeah, but the, <laughs> I, hate, uh,
1: I hate that shit.
0: I right, like, I 100 to get the get that right of like wanted to be the best and competing against the best competition. But if do you understand the way people, or would you uh, like? Like yeah, I suppose I understand, but if so, if somebody, if, if a big offer financial wise comes for someone like Bellator or another promotion, like it could be hard not, it can be hard not to take that.
1: And no, I can, I completely understand that, and I completely agree with it. And it all depends on where you are in your life. Like I'm 22 years of age. I don't have a kid to look after. I don't have bills to pay. Like I, I have to pay for my car insurance and my petrol. That's literally more or less the only thing I have to pay for. Um. So like I don't have like money isn't money isn't something I need like every like if you know what I mean I can I can get away with having fuck all money and just training. and that's and that's that's what I love that gets me I just go to train I come home I go to train I come home I go to train I come home that's that's the way I live um, I don't have to pay for like like education or anything or how, like heating or electricity I don't have any responsibilities other than looking after myself so obviously if i was 30 and i had a kid or i was maybe looking to get a house or something like that or i had a girlfriend or she was pregnant then it's a completely different decision a completely different like it's i understand people doing right but at the moment that's not i want to do and i don't see myself having a house or having a girlfriend and please god i don't have a kid anytime (laughs) soon Jesus Christ but uh, so for me it's all like it'll always be about me until maybe if the dream happens it happens if I make it to the OC, happy days if I don't then I might look at it and I'll go right if it doesn't happen I might go somewhere else and fight for, for, for a few quid but realistically if I'm not going to be the best I'm not going to do this sport I'll go do something else or I'll go get a job and I'll go do something that's going to guarantee me kind of money for a family or house or whatever it may be but like that's at the moment i don't see any other option by the ufc and that's that's it but as circumstances change so does everything else so we'll see
0: yeah it's like you could correct me if i'm wrong i think and kind of what i kind of got was like when you said that about it, it it's kind of you were kind of speaking about somebody in your situation like somebody like you young up and coming, where you want to be is the yeah. UFC. Like you weren't necessarily talking about somebody who, like you said, is maybe in their thirties, is maybe pushing towards the end and needs to Understood. kind of yeah. needs needs to make some money out of their career. And I think that's maybe where it kind of got a little bit blown up, as everybody took offense to what you said. And like who was maybe in there, but like, take offense to but, it. but you weren't speaking about like you were you were talking about maybe somebody in like I would think in your situation when you're young, up and coming, where you want to be is the ufc you don't necessarily go oh i want to sign for this promotion that promotion it's the ufc you want to be in but like that if you're in your 30s 100%. you can't be hanging around waiting for the ufc you have to maybe make some money you have to make some money out of it at that stage
1: no 100 percent. and when you're 30 you're gonna have like when you're 30 you're gonna want to you're gonna want to start looking to settle down and you're gonna want to look to have a kid with your girlfriend or something because that's the age you have a kid you don't want to be waiting till you're 40 to have a kid and then You're 60 by the time they're 20. Obviously, it it happens. But everyone always wants to kind of settle down in their early early to kind of mid-30s. And that's that's normal. So that's a different situation. But, like, if anyone took offense to that, that's their own fault. I couldn't care if I offended all of them or any of them. I couldn't care less. And if any of them had a problem with it, like, I have no problem with them coming to the gym and talking to me and telling me what they didn't like. But, like, no one's going to do that because... They don't. It didn't offend them that much. And the problem is, if it offended you, then it means it's true. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like if what I was saying offended you, and you got really annoyed because I'm saying like what I was saying back then was like I don't want to fight for like if I was fighting for Bellator, I could probably go get ten grand, twenty grand. Do you know what I mean? Depending on 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 how well I was doing, I'm not going to get that in cage wars I know I'm not going to get that in cage wars but that's not what I'm looking. I'm looking to get. I'm looking to, to be the best. And if if me saying that Bellator is the B team and UFC is the A team, and y- you disagree, you're tick. Like it's 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 clearly evident. Like, and I, I I've, n- I've nothing against anyone in Bellator. Like I think there's some amazing fighters in Bellator, and especially what they're doing in Ireland at the moment. They're doing some great things, bringing the show back over here, and putting on a platform for people to get into the sport. Because realistically, at the end of the day, if they're all doing well. It means I'm doing well because people are falling in love with the sport more. So it's a win-win for me. But what I said, people took too much offence and were just too soft about it. Like it was, it was nothing meant like that. But they all just took it out of proportion and kind of, kind of ran away with it and just lost sight of it. Yeah, every single argument I had on Twitter, right, was about money. Every single argument, Bellator out here changing lives. I would make that money on cage wires. That's that was the problem. Everyone was talking about money. They weren't talking about fighting or being the best. They were talking about money. And look, if that's what you want to fight for, then go ahead. If you're gonna fight for 20 grand and you're 20 years of age or you're 25 years of age, then fair play to you. That's cause I've I've no problem with that because you're making nice money. And you're doing what you love. I've no problem with that. But don't turn around and say you're the best fighter in the world because you're not, and you know you're not. That's the difference. That's my outlook on it. I can't sit there and say I'm one of the best in the world if I'm not in the UFC because I I I'll know I'm not. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Do you get like yeah, yeah. I know I won't. I'm a young fighter in the UFC and I'm fighting and I'm winning. And I'm going. I'm the best fighter in the world and I'm beating other guys who want to be the best. I'm getting to. I'm getting up I'm getting closer towards that champion and I'm going to be him and I'm going to prove him the best if I was to do that in, in Bellator or One or KSW or any of these other big promotions I'm not the best and I, it's nothing against any of those promotions like I think some like like KSW is an amazing promotion I watched my coach Chris fight and, and they are unreal like the way they the way they had the shows and the way the way it was uh, the, the production was amazing I'm not like I'm not talking bad about any of them I'm just speaking about fighters and and people who are the best it's that's just my outlook on it and you can sit here and argue with me all day and throw throw things left right and center at me I'm still not going to change my mind on, on on the way I look at it and that's it's it's UFC all the way for me and it doesn't matter about money it doesn't matter about fame it doesn't matter about anything it's just about literally I want to leave a legacy and if I can't if it comes to a point where maybe I'm I'm not good enough or I just I get an injury or I get something again touch wood but anything then then I'll change I'll I'll have a look and I'll I'll evaluate things with my coaches and I'll see what's what's best for me going forward but for now there's only one thing I'm looking at and that's getting that cage warriors belt and going to the UFC
0: yeah so it brings you on to how many fights do you reckon you'll you'll have before you get the cage warriors belt and then maybe for the UFC uh
1: so if we're going off what no, what normality was like, so obviously I was meant to fight twice this year. I was meant, so I was meant, I was fighting in Belfast, and then I was going to look to fight in London again. So I was looking to have about four or five fights this year. That would put me at about seven, eight, no, oh, because I wouldn't have lost any of them. Um, so that would put me at about seven and eight now. And realistically, if I'm if that was the case, I was thinking like early twenty twenty uh, one for the title, and then like I mean like. Late, as in like a December or a January, February type thing. And then maybe the March in in London for the UFC. Or look, there possibly could be a time a, a time where I get there without even the belt if I move fast enough and I have enough height behind me. So to be honest, I, I don't want to go to the UFC without getting that Cade Warriors belt. It, it's something I want. And it's something I want badly. But uh, as I said, I'm never going to turn down that UFC if it comes, Colin. I just I I couldn't I couldn't couldn't imagine an excuse to say no to it as in oh I'm not ready or I'm injured I wouldn't care less I'd still do it, <laughs> um yeah. but yeah I, I'd imagine probably now about twenty twenty two probably another two years before we get to the UFC um maybe a year year and a half before we get that belt all it all depends on how this kind of uh, pandemic goes to be honest i can sit here and tell you i'm gonna fight in, in in august or september and i might not fight till till february or march next year so yeah. no one knows
0: ever uh, are you would are you and james in the same james webb in the same division no no
1: i'm in well to wait for I, now and he i, I he, but, was, uh, and he was he was I, 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 I fight yeah i fight at well to wait he fights middleweight, but um I'm look. I was saying to Chris, I wouldn't mind taking a couple of middleweight fights this year or whenever kind of the competing starts back, just to fight more regularly. Like I don't want to fight three or four times a year. I want to fight like six, seven, and eight times a year. Like that's that's what I enjoy doing. It's like I don't want to wait every like three, four months to fight. I want to fight every every month, every two months. I don't care. Like if I'm fighting like twelve times a year and I'm fighting at the end of uh, end of the month every month, I'd happily do that. It's yeah. like I'm young, and I enjoy it, and I don't get hit a lot, so I'm not like and <laughs> My brain's not going to going to yeah. be, be mushed. So uh, I I wouldn't mind doing that. Like if I could fight at, at middleweight and then fight a welterweight the next fight after, and then go back up and then go back down, I'd be happy with that. But uh we'll see. We'll see where next year goes. But I am looking looking to go up the middleweight and fight a couple of people because people aren't just people are saying no at welterweight and. It gives me another avenue to kind of go right. We'll see if the middleweight want any, and I'm sure there will be some guys up there going, "I'll absolutely thump this well the way around," and I'll be like, Haha, "No way, <laughs> not today."
0: Yeah, I do think stay, stay, I, I Do you think like the fact that you you said you had 60 boxing fights when you were younger? Like you like, that's a savage amount of fights to have when you're young. Um,
1: oh, that was that was only one year. I had about 300 man.
0: And I, yeah, but like that, <laughs> like, like like that, you're you're kind of when you first started, you were always active and, and constantly fighting. Yeah. I think that's kind of maybe carrying over like you just want to be in there.
1: Yeah, 100%. And you'll, you'll obviously understand from the meeting in Taekwondo, like you have multiple fights on a day. Like I never yeah. had, I never really had multiple fights on a day. I would have had them on, on a week. So like it could be I'd fight on a Tuesday and a Thursday. um, Or it could be like I'd fight in the All-Irelands. I'd fight on a Friday, i fight the Saturday and I'd fight the Sunday. Um, So I just like competing. I, I I'll do anything to get in there and and show off my skills and, and test them against another another man. Um so I just wanna fight. I it's it doesn't matter. Like obviously Cage Warriors won't do that for me because they want to build me up and they want to build me and be like they have a, a great like me um squad. Like the team is amazing. So their PR team will build people up to be stars and I think they could do that with me. They could build me up and make me into like a star before the UFC, and then it's just like right, here you go, take this fella and enjoy good luck. And then I get to the UFC and that will we'll smash everyone and hopefully get to that title or be one of the best fighters in, in the UFC. That's my plan. And look, come here, could this could be all absolute shite. And we might we may go out and get smoked in my next fight, but who knows? You know what I mean? You know you never know. But I, I'm sitting here confident in my skill set and my ability that like, I can go all the way and I just want to fight as much as I can and, and and enjoy it all. That's basically my out my outlook on the whole thing.
0: Yeah, sure. So look, if they, if if you don't believe it, then nobody else is going to believe it for you.
1: Exactly. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I don't think I have enough self confidence to uh, to last me. I don't need anyone else to be confident in my honourability. I'm so confident. You could literally tell me I'm shy at something. I'd be like, nope, I'm deadly. I <laughs> am deadly. At it. But yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've never lacked confidence ever. Yeah. Even when I was a kid. I had so oh, yeah. was I was this. Listen- I was listening. I was, was listening to something
0: me. recently. I can't remember who I was listening to. but they said, like there's a kind of like a. I don't know if there's a name for it. Like that. That's just kind of you know that blind confidence. Like if you said something, then somebody just goes, "I'd be great at that," and they 100% they believe they'd be great at it. it like.
1: <laughs> Mate, <laughs> like- I, I, I'm that person. Like I'm that. I'm that. That guy that when he was a kid, like people would just be like, "Oh, he's such a. He's a little. Oh. They just I'll be like, he's he's a cocky little prick, that fella. And I'm like. I was just confident that I could do anything. If you told me I couldn't do something, I would do it just because I knew I could. Um and yeah, I just I've never I've never really kind of doubted myself in anything yeah. other than football. Oh my god, I was not good at kicking a ball off the ground. Jesus. You'd ask me to kick it in a goal, and I would absolutely miss it, even if it was wide open. Nowadays I'm not too bad. Yeah. But I just that was the- I was. I wasn't great at was football. Decent centre back now, though. If you ask me, if I could, if I was to do it now, though, I reckon I'd be a good centre back. <laughs> I <I'd> just <laughs> break up left, right,
0: uh, centre. Is that blind confidence? Is it is that what's maybe? Yeah, uh, got you, Is that what got you into the piano?
1: No, I actually, I actually love, love. Um, I love kind of singing and stuff like that. And I, um, I like a lot of the songs I, I'd enjoy singing along to and listening to would be kind of slower and like like John Legend and Lewis Capaldi and stuff like that where it's just a bit more slow and it's more about the vocals as opposed to like like a, a Drake or a rap or something like that where it's about the lyrics it's more about the singing and like Adele I just love listening to songs like that and I've always liked that like and and I burn the air off my family singing in the shower and singing in the room a lot um and I hate it because I'm so loud when I do it but uh no, I just, I've always wanted to learn how to play the piano. And that was just kind of this whole uh, COVID when it kicked off. I was like, right, I'm going to do it. So I bought an app um, and it's teaching me kind of the chords. I, so I taught myself that piano, the, the little bit from uh, John Legend uh, in like an hour. Um, just, on, just from YouTube, just looking up videos. And then I was like, look, that's probably not the best way to learn the piano. I'll teach myself the chords and I'll learn how to kind of read it and then once this, this pandemic stops and the lockdown and all kind of fizzles out I'll uh, I'll get in contact with a, a, a teacher and I'll get them to teach me how to play because it it's something I'd love to do I'd love to just be able to sit down and play it because I think it's enjoyable and I like most of the songs I, I like uh, transfer to singing it over on the piano so I could I could have some fun
0: Tony Ferguson style wasn't there a video of him playing the piano some there promo. was
1: there was a video in the piano the yeah. I seen it, it was dead, yeah. So maybe that's going to be Easy. a thing
0: that might be a thing now, you know. Easy, at, at UFC fighters playing the piano. <laughs>
1: hey, look, there probably is, there's probably loads of hidden talents that uh people who uh fight have, but people don't know about because like we don't just fight, like, yeah. like I, 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 I sing all the time. Like, I'd, I, if I, if I wasn't a fighter, I think I'd love to like be a musician or something like that, or be in a band or something, find out something. I think that'd be cool. Cause there ain't nothing. There ain't nothing. Ki- look, you being a fighter, being a fighter is cool. There ain't nothing cooler than being like a pop star or, or like or something like that. Like you look at like a, a Drake or something like that. Like they are just their class is like the next level of stardom. Do you know what I mean? You see Drake, it's it's next level. Or you see someone like Louis Capaldi. They're all just imagine imagine going out to a stadium of like eighty thousand people or fifty thousand people just there for you. Like that's yeah. that's deadly. Now that that. That's that's something I wouldn't mind.
0: And then and they uh, and they sing your song back to you like something you wrote. They exactly. sing it back to you. Like yeah, I'd imagine it's the buzz. Like. I,
1: I, seeing, imagine seeing the like, like, like obviously Lewis Capaldi wrote his songs that, and he's someone I'd listen to a lot. But like when he goes to shows, could you imagine just sitting there and seeing everyone like you, the emotions people go through listening to your music and all, that's that's deadly. And I know that's a, a a different outlook on the way like music is, but that's music's meant to like take your take you over and like. I remember we were at EP and uh, Electric Picnic, and she came on, right? And they were unbelievable, and they started singing uh, "Everybody Dance," and I I didn't see one person who wasn't dancing. They just everyone was kind of getting groovy and just everybody, everybody was like do do do, do clap your Everyone's having a great time, and it was just that's that's the way music is supposed to be. you meant like. That's their song, and that no matter where they go or where they sing it, like everyone has a good a good time and everyone's in a good mood because of it. So that, that I, you come here, fighting's deadly, and going in there and punching someone round is is unbelievable. But uh, I'd say that feels even better, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Actually, so maybe before we finish up, I probably know the answer to this one, um, but we'll ask anyway. If you had to pick, if you had to pick a fa- if you had to pick a favorite fighter of all time, uh, who would you pick?
1: Who would you say who do you think I'm gonna say? You think I'm gonna say Connor?
0: I would say Connor, that's who I would say you would pick.
1: Favourite fighter of all time, as in to watch, just just from going up, Connor would be up there. Obviously, he's the reason I get into the sport. But if you're asking me who I'd want to watch the most, to be honest, probably GSP. Yeah. Um and I, I like I'd have this I'd have this argument a lot with the lads. I think John Jones is the best. Um to ever do it, like we've seen gsp get knocked out we've seen gsp lose we've never seen john jones lose that's my argument that's why i think he's the best khabib is up there as one of at the moment but he hasn't fought the endless talented fighters like gsp or john jones did at the time or even and as anderson silva when you look at Jones and GSP, and you look at their resume, and you look back at the names and the people they fought, and you're going, oh, holy shit, these, that's so mad. Like, I, I must put a, I, I must send you like both, just both of them side by side, and just look at the names. Like, you're looking at GSP, and he fought like the, he's fought the scariest guys in the division time after time after time, and he just dominated, just completely. He, I think he, the reason I like watching his fights is because of how dominant he was, he like going in there against Josh Koscheck, who was a wrestler, and just dominating. Going in there against, like, there's so many bleeding fights I could talk about. Like, like um, when he fought um, Dan Hardy, and he just destroyed him. And Dan Hardy was so tough; just wouldn't give up. And he just kept putting it on him, going right. That's fine. I'm just going to keep beating you. up. I'm just going to keep doing it. I'm not getting touched here. You're not doing anything to me. I'm just going to bat you until this is finished. Um, he he's probably my favorite fighter to watch. When I go back um, and think of all the fighters, but John Jones would be my goat, and Conor was the reason I get into the sport. So I can't take can't take anything away from that man. Uh, when it comes to a uh, fight, but probably GSP just for watching it because everyone wants to be that dominant. You want to no one wants to into the fight and have a, a 50-50 fight or a close fight. You want to go in there and steam or some. Yeah, so probably GSP.
0: Yeah, like you said, when you look at like that I think like somebody who maybe gets overlooked at times like, like what Matt Hughes was there for a bit for a bit of time like he was a killer absolutely yeah and, and GSP stepped in like beat him you look, BJ Penn was a killer for his time GSP stepped in and beat him you know there's just so many and I like the fact with GSP well, that there's like there's nothing like there's no like oh well was he was he on the steroids for that fight or was he not like you know like GSP like there's nothing kind of over that I think that's kind of just maybe like Jones's record is unbelievable but there's always that now I don't t- read too much into that because I think everybody. at back at that kind of at a certain point was on the was on the Mexican supplement so I don't read too much into it but I like but I like the fact that GSP there, there isn't that with it
1: yeah I think GSP is very lucky though because I <laughs> I I'm not I'm not saying anything but like everyone back then was on it. it's it's no it's no secret like we everyone knows everyone back then was on was on the juice and then like you said and all came in and he just disappears and stuff like that and look there's never going to be the oh, but he was juicing. But there's going to be the question of, but was he? Yeah,
0: Do you know, know
1: what I mean. here. But look, at the end of the day, that, that sh- this is the problem. That shouldn't be something we talk about when we're talking about the best, because obviously, look, obviously, if you're taking it, you're gonna you're gonna be enhanced and you're gonna have kind of you're gonna be better than someone who who isn't taken. I understand that, but like, you're fine. Like John Jones for me is is just so good. Uh, with steroids or without steroids, I think he's so good. You know what I mean? It doesn't make a difference. He's the fighter he is, and he's just smart. GSP is the same, but with or without steroids. I think he'd be as good. It's just, you know what I mean? You can it, that that question mark of, of steroids, regardless of. Like if I get good, right, and I get to that top level, everyone's gonna say it about me as well. Is he oh, but Is he on steroids? You know what I mean? Is he on EPO? Is he on? Is he on yeah. growth and all this? And I'm going, yeah, I still have love handles. I'm <laughs> telling. I, def- I definitely am and on steroids. I because I said this a lads, Physique isn't something I worry about. You see a lot of lads and a lot of fighters like worrying about like abs and they're putting pictures to them, like, tensing out their mind. I have I have abs for about six times a year, and that's when I cut weight and weigh in, and that's the only times I have abs. What are not. I am like okay. I am not sculpted at all. I'm in good nick. Like my shoulders are are broad, my chest is is, is getting bigger, and I've big, big thick legs and a fat ass. But um, like I don't worry about how I look whatsoever, and I couldn't care less because you don't need to look the best to fight the best. Abs don't win fights. Big biceps don't win fights. You know what I mean? So that's something I've never cared about. So. When I'm sitting there and I'm I'm in the UFC and I've still got a little a little belly on me, I'm not ripped down my mind, and I'm walking in and I'm punching someone around, then you'll go, Right, maybe he's not on the juice. <laughs> so <laughs> the love hand, the love handles would be the key indication. Um, I don't think they're ever going The only way these are going is with liposuction. You know the fat in them, it's too dense.
0: I know, would be a big sell there could be a selling point at some point in time.
1: <laughs> exactly. We'll get rid yeah. of them. Sell them. Someone could use them for some mad shit. Tell them that Elon Musk it could make some mad AI baby or
0: something. <laughs> he could do anything, that man. But
1: um, oh, he's
0: yeah, I think we'll wrap it up there. I've uh, really enjoyed the chat. It was great to uh, to have you on in the end, finally. Um, it was a great chat, Yeah, like that. Be- best of luck with it. The- hopefully, we we'll back training. You'll get back fighting, and best of luck with like, the the push on into the UFC.
1: Hopefully, hopefully we'll see. Hopefully this all ends sooner rather than later. I mean, it's mad, but look, just enjoy it while we can and stay, stay just kind of positive and just keep doing what we we can to enjoy it. But I hope you're, uh, hope you're keeping well and I hope the family and all is doing good. And it was a pleasure coming on, man.
0: Yeah, cheers, man. I'll be following the career yourself and the Shellys and the rest of the guys in the gym. I'll, I'll be following. Appreciate it. If you,
1: ever, if you ever want to come up to the gym? Feel free. I'll help. You, I'll help you bath Ryan.
0: <laughs> I'll lead it because he's bigger than me. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll help right, you. Don't worry. <laughs> all right. Go well, All the best, man. Hey, take, take care, pal. Thank you.